This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. It's two times a year that people discuss the what constitutes a seum, what do you need to learn to make a seum, because throughout the rest of the year it doesn't really matter that much. You want to make a seum, so make a seum, serve food, you could probably even say a hadron, you could probably say a kaddish drabonon. It doesn't really matter all that much if you want to make a seum on a regular night, whether or not you learned it, you didn't learn it the right way, no one really gives too much attention to it. But there's two times a year where you have to know well the rules and regulations to how to make a seum. One is on Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach, there's a halach and Shulchan Aruch, comes from the Sech Seifrim, that the Bechayim are supposed to fast. And the minute became is that we take off the fast with a seum. So you got to figure out, did I learn something that constitutes uh, eligibility for a seum? And the other time is during the nine days, because who can go nine days without eating meat? So we're mutchering, we're looking, we're searching to find ways to make siyumim so we can have basr uh, Now the truth is the Shulchan Aruch writes in the Tovkuf Nanal of Sif Yudalif, he says that if someone eats basr b'makim shenoigim b'isr, if you eat meat incorrectly, let's say give an example, uh, you didn't make a proper siyum, so then the meat that you're eating is incorrectly, so the Shulchan Aruch says it's very bad, it's pirate together. That's a breaking in the, in Klai Yisrael's uh, Messiah, and you get bitten by a snake. It's very dangerous. It's not good. It's a big breach. So we have to really figure out well what exactly are the rules and the regulations for a seum to figure out whether or not uh, a certain situation warrants a seum or not. Now the truth is it's always worth mentioning that the Aruch HaSholchan writes a very strong piece in his Sefer where he writes, he doesn't understand that everyone is so stressed about the nine days you can't eat meat. He says, look at the other religions. He says, in the Umas Ailam, they have much more restrictions than we do, that we can't eat meat for nine days. And we quetch about it. He also, the Yor was very against making siyumim during the nine days. His opinion was, make the siyum after the nine days. Learn, finish the Masechta now, and make the siyum after the nine days, when you know, everyone can be besimcha, invite all your friends, serve the boss, or serve the yain, do it that way. The other version is, the other practice is based on the Ger Rebbe. The Ger dynasty, they said, Fakert. I forgot if it was the Chdush Shavim or the Swasemis, but uh, it's not too far off, grandfather and grandson. They held that Padafka, you should make Siyumim during the nine days. Why? Because we know, Gemara tells us there was a breach in Achtos between, during Chorben Bayesheni. So the way you fix it is you make Marba Achtos, you make Siyumim, you invite the guy down the block, you invite the guy around the corner, you invite the guy you normally don't talk to. So it's a way of bringing Achva Vereus. But the Archeshulchan thought, no, you want to do a Siyum the right way, the better way to do it is uh, after the nine days. Tell you one thing, you don't make you won't make a lot of friends if you invite them after nine days. Because the first question they'll say is, Why don't you make it during the nine days? You make it for me after the nine days. Invite your friend next Monday night to, uh, for a barbecue. I'll be like, Where were you last week when I needed you, right? So today everyone's looking for options to make a seum. The truth is, the way the cycle worked out with Dafyaimi, we ju- those who did Dafyaimi just finished Yuma. So that was a nice, uh, nice gift as a, perhaps a very easy potential seum. But let's just go a little bit back to understand the sources of the seum. And we'll talk about some of the halachas of when a seum is permissible and when it's not. So first of all, what's the makar of a seum? So if you look in Rishayim, Maram Ritz, Maram Mintz brings it down. It's also recorded in the Ramon Shulchan at the end of Hilchas Talmud Torah, Yerodeh, Simeration, Mom, Sif, Chavav. The source is based on the Gemara. The Gemara tells us that Abaya used to say that when I would see a Tzurvim Rabbonin, when I'd see a young Talmud Chacham who would finish a Mesechta, 
important words. I used to make him a party. I would make the party. I'd sponsor the siyum. So Abai used to go around sponsoring siyumim for all those people who made the siyum. So the Ramor writes in Shulchan Aruch, he says, When you finish a Mesechta, what's a Mesechta? Mesechta means Mesechta's Mishnayis? Or Mesechta Gemara? Which one? It's not clear. We'll talk about it. Says the Ramah, when you make a siyum, Mesechta, Mitzvah Lismoyach, the last of Yisuda. It's a Mitzvah. To rejoice and to make a Suda. The Nikra Sudas Mitzvah. It's called the Sudas Mitzvah. It's not a joke. It's a real thing. The Ramah writes by us in Simitovkov Nan Aleph. The Ramah says that you're allowed to have Bosa Viyayin at a Sudas Mitzvah. Says the Ramah, what's an example of a Sudas Mitzvah? Says the Ramah, so is a mitzvah. So if a person has a legitimate siyum that he's making during the nine days, it is not a question that he's allowed to have basaviyain. It's a sudas mitzvah. And the Ramah says sudas mitzvah, you're allowed to have basaviyain. But the question is that many people talk about is, am I allowed to speed up to make a siyum? Someone called me last week because the Afyami was finishing. What Thursday they finished? So someone asked me, is it right? to wait till tonight to make the siyum. Maybe you should have made the siyum Thursday night, and not wait till this week to make the siyum. So the police can talk about more extreme cases. Let's say a guy finished, uh, the school year ended in June, and the guy finished the Masechtim with his yeshiva. He says, you know, I'm, waking, I'm waiting to make the siyum until the nine days. Or, or another case, let's say a guy wakes up, you know, uh, at the end of uh, Sivan, he says, you know, I know the three weeks, I know the nine days are coming in a few months, let me start learning the with the plan to finish it right in the middle of the nine days so I can make a siyum. So that case, the Archa Shulchan writes, he says, I don't like it, but at least the guy's learning. You know, listen, if that's the impetus to get him to learn, at least he's learning. He's going to learn every single day until he makes a seam. What about delaying the conclusion of a Masechta so you can make a seam during the nine days? Now, I don't think that's the case with the Dafyami. I think they finished Thursday night to make the seam Sunday and Monday. I don't think it's crazy. But let's say a guy finished three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and he says, you know what? I want to wait to make a seam in the nine days. Someone called me with this, Shiloh. I want to wait to make the seam during the nine days. So the truth is, if you look in the Shach over there in Yeridea, when he quotes the Maramint, he says that what they used to do was they used to leave off the end of the Masechta till a till a good time that worked out for them to make the seam. So you see clearly in the Shach, you don't have to make a seam right away. You can make a seam whenever it works out for you. Whenever it schedules well for you, you can make the seam. Interestingly enough, the Bir Halacha and Hilcha Shabbos is talking about the Mechab and Shulchanach, which we spoke about once here in the year. The Mechab was talking about eating big meals on Friday. So the Mechaber over there says that any Suda that's scheduled on Friday, you're allowed to have on Friday, even though it's a big meal. And the examples that the Mechaber gives is, what's a, what's, a, what's a Suda on Friday that you can't uh, rearrange? So the Shulchan Aruch says, Bris and Aben. Says the Berhalacha, who I didn't see him? So the Achorim asks, what do you mean see him? See him, you can rear, who told you to make a see him? Friday morning. You can make a see him any other day of the week, and they quote the Shach. So the Achorim say, you see from the Berhalacha, then maybe not. Maybe there's an Indian to make a see him right when you finish. So then the Fiza, maybe people should have made a seum Thursday night when they finished Yuma or Friday morning and not wait until uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But according to the Shach, it would sound like it's okay to delay a seum and make it then. The Yerach HaShulchan says it's a Dover Mukhuar. It's repulsive for a person to wait to finish a Masechta just to have the seum in the nine days. He says it's, uh, it's not nice. But Rebbe Vajah is Mako, if a person you know, wants to finish the Masechta for the nine days to make the seum, he was Mako. And that's, uh, by and large, I think the more accepted practice today is, that, again, not if a guy finished it in December and he wants to wait now, but I think if he finished it within a few days, I think that the Fiyami finishing on Thursday is very justifiable to make you see him this week. What about, this came up during COVID, what happens if you have a kid who learned the Masechta, he went to, he's in elementary school, he learned the whole Masechta, he wants to make you see him. Is the see him of a cotton exempt all the other people, allow them to eat Batsaviyayim? 
So the Rogichov in his Tafnas Panech, Shalos and Shuvis, he closed his Shaila, and he discusses his Shaila, and it came up a lot in COVID. And he's Noitel Hakel. He thinks a child does pater everyone else. That is also the opinion of Rabbi Chaim Kenevsky. But Rabbi Yashiv disagreed. Rabbi Yashiv, his Shver said, no, a cotton can only pater himself. He can't pater everyone else. So let's say you have a kid in sixth grade, seventh grade. He finished the whole Masechta. He learned the Masechta with his Rebbe, with his father. He wants to make a Siyam. So that Siyam will not exempt the other people, according to these, at least according to Rabbi Yashiv, while according to other Achreinim, it perhaps would exempt uh, everyone else as well. Just on a side note, if you finish the Masechta, you don't need a minion to make a Siyam. Let's say, for example, you finish Dafyayim Yuma. And you don't want to make a big party. You want to have supper in your house with you, your wife, whatever, a couple of kids, whatever it is. And there's no minion. There's no hadron. There's no kaddish. That's also a sin. And you can also eat meat. You don't need to make a whole hoopla of a party in order, as long as you're a messiah. And that's good enough to make a sin. There's another interesting shayla, but who exactly could attend this yun? So today we have a thing now that every one of their cousin comes to a scene. You want to make friends? Make a sin. You'll have a lot of friends. Every guy you ever talked to in the last three weeks will come to your house. To uh, come to, but it's not so posh. If you look at the Mishtabura, Mishtabura says you should only have those that would have come to a seam if you made it in the middle of the week. Let's say I made a seam in the middle of December. How many people are going to show up? Not so many. And therefore, Mishtabura says you should only really invite those people that are, would have come if you would have made it. And it, they're not coming just for the meat, they're coming for other reasons as well. Now, you don't really have that on Air Pesach. Air Pesach, you, you hear of a seam, you run to it because you're a Bukhar, you want to get potter. But really, you should go only if you're, uh, you're friendly with the person, a family member or the like. Mishnabur also baskets based on other Paiskim that if you support the Siyam, let's say, for example, uh, you support a, a night program, and that night program is finishing a Masechta, so even though you don't learn a word with them, that you can come to the Siyam also because you paid for the learning, or you sponsored the Siyam, or you're a spouse or a family member of the Messiah, then for sure you can come to the Siyam. What happens if you show up late to the Siyam? Always happens. There's always some guy who shows up late to the Siyam. He misses the Siyam, but he's there for the food. Okay? Is that enough to allow to eat at the seam? I'm, I'm, I'm at the Suda. I didn't hit the seam. I didn't hit the end, but I, I'm at the party. Is that good enough? So they bring a rye from a Mishtabur in Hilchas Pesach. The Mishtabur has a lotion that you heard the seam and you're mitzdarif to the Suda's mitzvah. So Abshem is Alman held. If you don't hear the seam, you cannot partake in the seam. He also had a cooler Abshem is He said, what happens if I hear the seam and then I go somewhere else to eat? So he held, that's fine. As long as you heard the seam, you're a mishtatit, that's good enough. But if you did not hear the seam, if some islam held, you cannot eat afterwards. Um, others disagree. What? Like Pesach. Yeah, that's what he was talking about, by Erev Pesach. So we're assuming it's the same thing over here. Rav Moshe was mekel. Rav Moshe was mekel. Rav Moshe held that even if you didn't hear the seam, as long as you're eating with them, that's good enough. That was also the opinion of the stipler, that that is good enough. As long as you were there with them, that is sufficient. Rav Moshe has another chumrah, that he holds it after Zion, you're not allowed to make Siyumim anymore. Zion is already too close to Tishabov. After Zion, one is not allowed to make any more Siyumim. I don't know if that's so widely accepted, but that was Ramesh's opinion. It what? It isn't. It's it isn't. widely accepted. It is widely accepted. Really? Okay. That's Ramesh's based on a Morgan of... Oh, here we didn't do it. And after, after Zion. Others disagree, but okay, that was Ramesh's opinion. Now the question is, what can you make a Siyum on? Okay? You want to make a Siyum on something. What do you want to make a Siyum on? So it's interesting, the Eretz, see, the closure governor has a Shiloh. You know, if you go through Shas, there's parts of Shas that you don't always get to learn. Not because you didn't get to it, but because it's censored. It's different Mesechtas have, have, have snippets of information that was taken out. So today, we have the new Gemaras, they put it all back in. Among all the old Gemaras, there were snippets of Gemara that you didn't have. You have it in Saito, you have it in Sanhedrin, different parts of Shas. So he wants to know, can I make a scene if I didn't finish those parts? 
So he says, yeah, that's fine. Right. Even if I didn't learn the censored part because I have no access to it. They took it out. We were afraid of what the Romans would do to us. The Christians would do it. They took it out. So therefore, that's not a taina. Maybe today would be a taina because today you can find Gemaras that put it back in. So that's not an issue. What happens if you learn a Masechta out of order? Let's say you first learn the last parak and then you learn the third parak, then you learn the second parak, and then you learn the first parak. So the police can say, that's fine. You don't have to learn it in order as long as you finish. What happens if you don't learn Rashi? You don't learn Rashi. You know, just read art school. You don't need Rashi. Or let's say you listen to a shir. You don't need Rashi. Someone else explains it to you. So all the place can write. You don't need to learn Rashi to make a him. You have to know what you're saying. So if you get another interpretation from the Gemara, from somebody, either a Magichir or art school or, or however else you get the Gemara knowledge, so that would definitely be good enough to make a him. Also, the place can point out, you don't actually have to say the words. Someone can't do the Shiloh once. He wanted to know. He never, he, he learned like this with his eyes. He never actually recited the words out of his mouth. Is there a din that in order to make a seem you actually have to say the words of the Gemara, you have to read each of the words? Right, so we know there's a general shalom by Talmud Torah without say Birchas Torah. Do we say Hero Kadiba Dami, Hero Lav Kadiba Dami? So Abraham Kinevsky is totally in that, but the pastor is it's not totally in that because the issue of the of a seem has to do with learning it, the simcha of learning it. I learned it with my eyes, I learned it with my head, so that that luchayra would be good enough. Now, what happens if you want to learn Mishnais? Gemara is too hard, too uh, too much Aramaic, it's too big. I want to learn Mishnais. Can I make a seem on Mishnais? So the truth is, if you look at the lotion of the Gemara. The Lashon of the Ramon, the Lashon of the Gemara we quoted earlier, it says Mesechta. What does Mesechta mean? Mesechta, why does Mesechta have to mean Gemara? Why can't Mesechta mean Mishnais? So that's a question. Can you argue that Mesechta can mean Mishnais? Or no, Mesechta has to mean Gemara. So many people argue that let's go back to the original source. The Gemara says that when Abayah saw Tamut Chochem finish Mesechta, he used to make a scene for him. Abayah lived before they had the Gemara. So what was he finishing? He was finishing Mishnais. Oh, so you see that finishing Mishnayis is good enough to make a siyam. So the Achreim say that's a very weak taina. First of all, if that's all you have, then Avadi can make a siyam on that. But today we have so much more. We don't just have Mishnayis, we have Gemara. So today we have to make a, presumably on Gemara also. So the accepted practice is that you have to learn a Masech to Gemara. A Masech to Mishnayis does not work. However, Rav Moshe has a kula. Rav Moshe Feinstein is quoted by Rabbi Felder Zatzal. Rav Moshe held three Masech to Mishnayis he can make a siyam. Which is not, not hard. Three Masechta Mishnayis, you could do that in 10 minutes. Uh, half an hour, 45 minutes. But again, it has to be learned well. It has to be learned well. Now the commentaries, you call it Kahati, with Partanura. Three Masechta Mishnayis, where Moshe held, you can make a scene. This is a very, very negative. That was Moshe's opinion. Rabbi Yaakov didn't hold that way. Rabbi Yaakov held, for Mishnayis, it has to be a whole, a whole Seder. That's a lot harder, a whole Seder. And the argument that they make is that the purpose of a siyum, based on the Vilna Gain and others, has to do with Simcha. You spend time working on something and you finish it. But you, Mishnah is you could do like this. You finish it very quickly. There's no major joy and time put into it. So therefore, that's why there's a discussion about Mishnahis. But many places can hold You're able to make a seam on one Mishnah to Mishnahis if it's learned well. The other thing that place can talk about, which the Velt all does today, is let's say you take a Mishnah and you divide it up. Many shuls do this. They take a Mishnah and everyone takes two, three blot. So that's also good enough to make a seam, even though I didn't learn the whole Mishnah. You don't learn the whole Mishnah, but that's, uh, that's okay also. Um... The other shail is, let's say you finish a chelika, a big chelika shulchan aruch. So Menashe Klein held that if you finish a big chelika shulchan aruch, you could also make a siyum. Let's say you learned, uh, you know, hilchas bas v'chalav. You finish hilchas bas v'chalav. Or you finish hilchas uh, nida. You finish hilchas brachas. Obviously we're talking about the big parts of shulchan aruch, major chalakim of shulchan aruch. So Menashe Klein held, that's also good enough to make a siyum. And then Ramayisha has his old shuva that's uh, well known. Ramayisha held, you can even make a siyum if you finish on one of the sifrei tanach. 
Meishel, if you learn one of the Sifri Tanakh well, you can make a seer on it, which is also very nigeir. Learn Eicha. Five Prakim, you learn it well, you can make a seer according to Rav Meishel. You learn Tainis Megillus Esther. You read the Megillus Esther, you learn it well according to Rav Meishel, you can make a seer. So according to Rav Meishel, one of the Chav Dalit Svarim that are learned well, Rav Meishel, you can make a seer, even Chamishi Chamisha Teir. If you learn through Sefer Beresh as well, through Sefer Bamidba well, according to Rav Meishel, you would also be allowed to make a seer in that case, and that would justify eating Basaviyayin during the nine days. Okay.